Hey guys, I just want to jump in here real quick before the episode uh, and give a little bit of a disclaimer. We had to record this episode uh, remotely because of uh, weather in our area. And even though we've done this before and most of the time get good quality episodes, uh, I think we just had something wrong with the settings this time and things didn't turn out that well. Um, I did as much editing as I could with the audio, but it's still a little rough. Um, so I apologize for the audio quality. Um, and hope that you guys can still enjoy this episode. All right, have a good one. Bye. Hello, and welcome to episode 82 of the Watching It Podcast. On today's show, Donnell hangs out with bugs, Robert gets resurrected, and on this episode of Hawkeye... Kate hits a girl, and Clint meets an owl? All that and more. I'm your host, Robert, and with me is Donnell. How are you doing today, Donnell? Doing pretty good, Robert. Doing pretty good, you know. Uh, finale of Hawkeye. Yeah, pretty, and a good one it was. Uh, mm, I think we differ a little bit on there. I think we oh, differ a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I, we'll, I, get I, it, we'll, get it, we'll get into it. I, I have uh, my own <laughs> for, for any of the listeners... <laughs> for any of the listeners, if we sound a little different today, because we're recording remote, because we got snowed in mm-hmm. today, so we we normally do it in person, but today we're doing it remote. Uh, so 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 also, this is episode eighty-two, and you may be asking yourself, what happened to episode eighty-one? Well, Donnell, what did happen to episode eighty-one? Yeah, episode eighty-one. Uh, I mean, and so what we're doing today uh, is recording remotely so i'm not doing this yet but going forward i'm gonna be i have a a a little portable sd drive that i i uh have been putting the episodes on and i don't know if maybe i just unplugged too fast i mean it said it was done but essentially what happened is so so we recorded uh episode 81 along with talking it and then we also had our christmas special that i hadn't edited yet and so I got, I was going to edit all those on my, my main computer. We recorded my laptop and I was going to edit all those on my main computer. And so I threw my SD into the laptop and I pulled them over and then I uh, went and I hopped into my computer and I plugged it in and I had uh, part one of talking it, part one of watching it and part two of my, of our Christmas episode. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Where, where the other stuff go so i go back to my laptop when i plug back in and uh i see that on my laptop that i have uh part uh one of talking it or part two of talking it and part uh one of the christmas episode but suddenly part two of watching it is missing and i'm like i put all six of those episodes of my on this sd thing so then i go and i'm like all right fine i copy i'm like maybe i'm missing something i copy over and I plug it back into my uh, desktop. And uh, once again, now somehow I have part two of talking about not part one. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I have all the Christmas episodes. So I copy the Christmas episodes over and I go back to my laptop and talking it. I just have part one of and then I mean, uh, watching it, I just have part one of both the talking episodes are gone now. But I only have one on the SD card drive. And I'm just like what the hell is going on here and so i uh luckily hadn't actually closed out from recording robert hadn't closed out our talking it uh oh, episodes. Thank God, that so i, I closed and saved both of those 
and I saved multiple copies. And so then I was filling with my SD and I don't know what it was because like I tested a bunch after that and I was just like every time everything transferred fine. But I like I said, I was able the Christmas episode was already on my PC. I was able to copy over the talking it episodes uh, are, are two parts, but I just forever lost part two of uh, last week's watching it. So unfortunately, we, we do have our, our part one that's going to be coming out with this or you might have already listened to that before this. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we don't have any of our Hawkeye conversation from last week unfortunately i don't know yeah what exactly that is that happened is um but going forward just to circumvent this i'm just going to record everything directly to the sd and just only work off the sd that way there's no transferring of files um except for this time because we're recording through obs um but also i'm recording directly on my main computer where i do most of the editing anyways so should be fine well, shit happens. Yep, yep, it does. <laughs> I think we, I mean, I think we had a couple good gems in that last week's episode. I mean, I can't say one hundred percent because I don't remember it. <laughs> what, what's important is that you saved all the dream material from mm-hmm. talking. Yeah, what's important? Talking it survived look, look that. because I didn't close audacity last week <laughs> <laughs> or else we wouldn't have talking it at all we wouldn't have either any of it but no talking it's there that's going to be coming out this week um so look forward to that yeah uh, and then definitely yeah. check out our christmas episode where we covered uh the santa stakeout robert over at my mom's house for christmas and uh i come in the house and i go upstairs my mom gets a whole channel TV. on it's on the TV. and santa stakeout is on yeah <laughs> Apparently Hallmark, I guess, got lazy, and I don't know why they picked Santa Stakeout. Well, it was like three movies, but I checked the TV guide on Hallmark. They were playing Santa Stakeout for like three hours in a r- or three showings in a row, and then they had like huh. another Hallmark movie, and then after that one played like three or four times, they had another Hallmark movie. So I guess Hallmark got lazy. Even though they have more than enough Christmas movies, they got lazy this yeah. year. It's like, yeah, just throw up three of them, call it good. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't want to delve deep into the world of... <laughs> Christmas spectacular season. Uh. <laughs> anyway, Donnell, what you been watching? Yeah, so uh, what I've been watching is, to start with, uh, watched a show. I've been seeing a little bit about it since it came out and kind of wanted to check it out, but never had. Um, but it's a show called Yellow Jackets. It's a Showtime show, which I will say this is the first time in my life I have ever watched a Showtime show. Um, I did want to watch Ray Donovan, which was also in Showtime, but I never did. But overall, Showtime... Oh, it's really... Ray Donovan's really good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. Overall, Showtime just has never impressed me with their 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 catalog of shows. They never had anything like, ooh, I gotta watch that, or pay extra money for that to watch it before I was, you know, doing it Ooh, this has Christina Ricci. Um, yes, it does. And so it is... I've only watched the first episode and a half but it's definitely interesting it's definitely i mean the 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 synopsis for it says it's a psychological horror slash survival slash coming of age story which i'm like well that's a weird mix um it's about it's about a group of uh high school girls soccer players um who uh basically like they're the best in the country and they're off to basically play nationals but they're playing crasses and they get stranded in the wild for a what's 19 months. That's a year and what's that's a year and five no, months. Like over, no, oh, a year, yeah, a yeah, year yeah. and a year and seven months. So yeah, it, um, it's shot from 
basically you're, it's so it's 1996 is when they get stranded but uh it is current because it's in the year 2021 so it's shot in flashbacks you also have seen the girls afterwards and apparently i mean i haven't watched that much but i mean the first episode starts with them like in it they one of the girls i'm assuming it's one of the girls is being hunted by the other girls and gets basically falls into a pit of spikes and then they end up eating her um so yeah it, it yeah, goes I'm very reading here the very lord chronicles. of the flies um yeah the and... series chronicles their descent from a complicated but thriving team to warring cannibalistic clans exactly like, oh, well i gotta check this shit out yeah uh the first episode is definitely a little slow but it does sprinkle in enough intrigue in it to make you want to like it, it plays a very dangerous game because the first episode is pretty slow but one is the opening scene is the girl being hunted and then they also sprinkle in just enough intrigue to keep you interested and then the second episode definitely picks up the pace but they they definitely played a de dangerous game with the pilot because it was almost it's almost too slow where you might not watch more but they skirted that line just right <laughs> gotcha. um and so yeah i've watched first episode and a half i was actually watching that before we came to record that's why i've only watched a half um and uh yeah no it it's interesting i i won't say it's good yet because i've only watched episode and a half but from what i've seen i think it, i think it i think it's going to be good i think it's going to be interesting um but yeah so yeah watch yellow jackets um that's already that they're on episode six i think there's going to be it's their first season i think there's going to be eight to ten episodes so it's almost done but yeah if you're out there and it sounds like something you might be interested in, i want to check that out um the other thing i watched uh actually and this was last week is i watched uh spider-man no way home no spoilers no spoilers. no spoilers i haven't seen it yet i'm just gonna say a couple of things about it on monday uh without spoiling what is this is now my fa favorite mcu movie better than thor rag i mean thor ragnarok is fantastic don't get me wrong i love thor ragnarok still this just edges out thor ragnarok uh, of course in that by saying that it's also better than Endgame and like black panther in my opinion like after Endgame, I was like, do they still have it? Can the MCU still make banger movies? And we've had some movies come out. We had Black Widow, which was good, but not, like, amazing, you know? Uh, we had Shang-Chi, which is also good. I enjoyed it, but, you know, wasn't quite up to snuff of everything else. I, I did like yeah, it. Problem. it. It had fun. Um, we had Eternals, which I haven't seen yet, but I've only heard that it's not that great uh, from enough people. I'm going to see it soon. Um and stuff so i was like maybe you know like maybe like they just is can they keep this mcu going and the answer is yes the the, the answer is spider-man no way home i was like oh my gosh they they haven't lost a step man they haven't lost a step and it's it's better the other thing is also there's a trailer for uh dr strange and multiverse madness looks like they're right they're, oof woo yeah, you can actually watch that. Yeah, you can watch that trailer now. That trailer now. It, for a while, you couldn't, but you can watch it now. But uh, yeah, that looks great. Um, yeah, it, I just, I very much. I mean, part of it, I will say, part of it has a lot to do with nostalgia. But I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, it, 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 it was interesting watching it with a variety of age ranges of people who you know are our age, Robert, and had you know, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. There are people who were younger, who very much, you could tell, liked Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, who I, he wasn't bad, but I wasn't a big fan of him. And then there's people who, you know, all they know is the MCU and Tom Holland. And just like at different scenes and hearing people cheer, you're like, yeah, okay, I know how, I know what age range you're in or who your Spider-Man is. <laughs> um, 
But I mean, it, all three, I will say all three of them play fantastically together. They, I feel it, like that's spoilers, Donnell. No, it's not. Spo- everyone knows. That if it's spoilers, then it's been spoiled by everybody and their grandma. It was all over the internet. It was everywhere. I, everyone I, knows. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Donnell, up until the moment you just said that, I had no complete verified not knowledge that if you didn't have complete verified knowledge i don't know how you didn't uh i have been avoiding but reddit is yeah where i i hang out you know and Um, they've done really good of putting spoiler tags on everything and i've been able to avoid it up until you just ruined it for me well i'm sorry i thought everybody knew it because it was all over everywhere and then there was also (laughs) disney's big marketing campaign of no we're not and everyone's like of course the more you say no we're not the more we're like (laughs) Yes, you are. No, no, I definitely <laughs> expected that that was going to happen, but I didn't have confirmation. Yeah. Um, um, so, but it, but it, is it is it fun? Because it seemed like from the trailer that it's uh, more of a serious. Oh movie. no, no, no! It is hilarious. It is. It, I mean, no, it's definitely excellent. serious. They hit some. They hit some notes where it's. They they hit some notes. Yeah, there's some parts where like, oh damn, man, you get fills and stuff. But it also is a really good time. Lots of comedy. Lots of fun. And so this is what I will say, though. I also saw Venom. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything about either one of these movies. All I'm going to say is Venom is a decent uh, superhero movie. Like, it's not fantastic, but it's good. I enjoyed it. That its in-credit scene elevates it. Yeah. Spider-Man is a fantastic uh, movie, uh, a hit superhero movie, whose in-credit scene almost ruins it. Oh, that's okay. all I'm gonna say. And it could it was me, me and my friend went song, we both felt this way. Other people may not. Uh me and him are big, you know, we're big nerds and big comic book fans, and these certain things matter to us. So for other people, it may not. I will admit that. That for other people, the in credit scene may not even phase them. But for me, the in credit scene, I was like, I'm like said, not gonna spoil anything, but all I was gonna say is I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was now, now you're talking about the mid credit scene, right? Yes. Well, the end credit scene. The, yeah. The, I mean, I don't really the 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 end credit the in end credit scene. I don't even count as end credit scene because it's, it's a trailer. It's not a. It's not like yeah. a sneak, uh, like a little bit extra movie. It's like no, this is a trailer for Doctor Strange. Um, which that that trailer's worth it though. I mean, sitting through all those credits and then that Doctor Strange dude though they did they they ooh. I was a little nervous because like everyone was like, yeah, there's a trailer at the end. And I was like, oh, is there? And the way they did it, credits roll, mid-credits scene, credits go, go into the more black and white credits. They roll, and everything just kind of ends. And for a second, nothing comes up on the screen. I was like, hold up. <laughs> I was like, there's supposed to be a Doctor Strange trailer. And then actually the other thing, too, is that the way they shoot the trailer, it almost is like a teaser at first because they show you like 10 to 15 seconds of it. And then huh. it kind of ends, or kind of like those of the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, and kind of ends. And you're like, that is, did you just give us a 15 second teaser? <laughs> and then it comes like they, they were doing. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but they were doing some heavy bait and switching because, like I said, one is the credits end like they completely end where you're just like it's not like they end and then it rolls straight into the trailer. They just completely end, and you're sitting there forcing like, what's going on? Is there's supposed to be a trailer? And then when the trailer does start, it ends about 15 seconds later. You're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, the trailer is okay, fantastic. Okay, so we, we, we've talked before about uh, the, the end credit situation these days. Yeah. Because it used to be every movie and show was going to have one. Yeah. But it's not that way anymore. Mm-mm. And you know what I think the, the fix is? Is when the credits come up, 
there should be a timer at the lower right of the screen that shows you down. counting down if it's up and counting yes, down, you know how you know. long it's gonna be because if it's gonna be 15 minutes maybe you don't want to wait yeah maybe it's not you worth know it. but it but that's also the indicator that there is actually yeah if there's no credit. counter you just know okay we get up out of here yep yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they need to get a hold of us robert <clears throat> we got some ideas we could fix this whole thing <laughs> Yeah, so so I'm planning to go see it on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did, do not want to go into a big packed theater. Yeah, um, no, I get that. So I'm picking Monday night, which I'm hoping everybody will will have gotten their fill at Christmas. And I I went online. I got to re- pick my seat, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I always pick H18 if it's available. That's my seat. All right. At the at the IMAX at my local theater, right? Yeah, yeah. And no other seats had been picked. I'm like, oh, good. Like, like it's gonna be a small small showing right Uh there's not gonna be a ton of people there well i checked it today and i would say maybe like another 15 people have bought tickets yeah the the seat directly in front of me and behind me got picked (laughs) i'm like you sons of bitches so like okay yeah yeah like distance man distance Uh, exactly so interesting enough i actually uh was going to see because i ended up seeing it on sunday with my friend i actually was going to see it saturday morning was my original plan um but i overslept but it was only eight bucks because it was an early morning matinee so they they, it's really cheap so i wasn't too upset but the thing that well so i actually did wake up in time in a sense because the showing was at 10 30 and i woke up at 10 20 so anyway i was up in time it was just that it was in you know it was two cities over there's no way i'd get in there and time to watch it um but anyways the thing that was interesting is when i was buying my tickets yeah i was like yeah we're, we're still you know omicron's here and there's still to be social distancing i don't want to go to pack theater so i go to buy my tickets for that showing and know how there is the uh handicap row or disabled yeah row, I'm not sure what yeah, yeah. so that row is usually it'll be like wheelchair seat then wheelchair seats like guest and then uh and so the way it was set up was basically for that row was like wheelchair seat guest of wheelchair person another guest of wheelchair person wheelchair seat then there was a gap then there was wheelchair seat guest and for some random reason there was this a normal seat and then after that normal seat it went to guest wheelchair seat gap again and then wheelchair seat guest guest wheelchair seat so when i go to buy my ticket they were like hey why don't you take this seat and i'm like yeah that's a perfect seat because i was like i the odds i mean it not that it's not going to happen but i was like the odds that someone who's handicapped is going to show up to the 10 30 a.m show i mean no one shows up not even whether you're handicapped or not no no one shows up to that thing but even like i think it's like even this theater starts feeling like i basically would have had the whole road to myself unless you know but then like i said overslept those aren't bad seats they're not bad seats either no they're they're not bad they're 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 right right you get lots of you got all the leg room (laughs) all the leg room in the world i would yeah i would have the road to myself of course like i said overslept um yeah but yeah. unfortunately, I go to what I consider, and I think a lot of other people consider the best theater in the in the region. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I I've been checking like every day, and it's just like full all yeah. the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping the Monday after Christmas, it's not. If I I'm gonna check it Monday, just before I go, and if it's like full up again, I'm just gonna have to push it out and and eat it because I'm not I'm not going to a theater with with 200 people. No. No. It's just not gonna happen. Not at all. Probably what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get into my seat, and then if everybody else crowds around me, 
I'm just gonna move to another seat that I know is open. Yeah. You know, because I, I don't wanna get no sick. No. Not, not you know, I love me some Spider-Man. It'll be the first movie I've gone to see at the theater, but I don't want to get sick for it. You know. Yeah. No, not at all. It's you not know. worth it. Vaccinated I mean, it's, or not, that's it's still a fantastic movie, but it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so I've got a couple of things. Yeah. What, what you got um, on, I watched the I watched the new season of The Witcher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was good. <laughs> I didn't really like it i didn't i they they split the characters up too much yeah um like the, the almost the whole season like the kind of quote main characters are all doing different things until mm -hmm. the, like the very end and and i and, I, and i'm there for for geralt is that how you say it Geralt. Geralt. yeah like 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 henry calvin saying fuck is like a masterpiece in and of <laughs> Like, Does he I, do... you haven't ever seen, you haven't seen it. You haven't no. seen The Witcher show, right, Donald? No, I have like, not. Like, you need to watch it just for Superman uttering the F word with such majesty there is, it is beyond compare. So, so here's a question for you, Robert. Does he do a, like, gravelly kind of Batman voice? A little bit, but better. Not okay. stupid, like yeah. the, the Batman. Boys. No, just because that's the thing is, I was thinking, like he couldn't, like if you've played the games and stuff, Geralt has a raspy voice, and Henry Cavill definitely does not in his normal everyday speaking live yeah. voice. So I was like, he can't do it straight. If he's doing it straight, I'd be like, but everyone I haven't heard anyone say he's a bad Geralt. I've actually heard he's a pretty good Geralt. So I just imagine like he has to be doing some sort of gravelly voice. Like I said, I I would hope not as bad as you know Batman, but still I was it was like. If he's doing it straight, I'd be like, well, no. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean the guy who created the character said that, that it belonged to Henry, Henry Calvin now. Yeah. I mean, Which it is, it is really good. He does a really good job. I, I don't think uh, any anything wrong with the season has to do with the acting or no. the set or anything. It's I mean, just the way that they told the story. And, yeah. and I, think, I think the previous season was – I think you could watch it without being – uh, uh, having played the games, which the I have books. not, or read the books, and yes. yeah, and and really gotten it this yeah. season, I feel like they probably I, there were too many things where I was like, I feel like if I had played the game or read the book, I would understand what's going on right now, but because yeah. I didn't, I don't, and and I and that's obviously problematic. Um, but if you're a fan, you know it's worth checking out. I still mm -hmm. think that you should watch it, even though you have your reasons for hating it. I I, I don't um, hate it. I just know if I watched it, I would hate it because <laughs> it's one of the things of. And it's uh, so I've talked with uh, a, a former, actually a coworker of yours, former coworker of mine, because we've also both been a, a huge fan of Mass Effect. And I told him the same thing of like why I would never be able to watch a Mass Effect movie is the moment. And like I said, I get that this is that's, but that's why it's just like it's hard to do role playing games in my opinion as a movie, at least to me, because the moment Commander Shepard does anything. I wouldn't have him do, I'd be like, fuck this. And that's the same way I feel about Geralt. The moment Geralt is not my Geralt, I have a problem. Because, like, that, like it's just, I know it sounds dumb, but just to me, I'm just going to be like, no, that's not, Geralt wouldn't have done that, though. He, he wouldn't. And then it's like, well, how do you know? It's like, because I'm Geralt. Like, it sounds dumb. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm just like, it would just, it would just annoy me every time. And that thing is, I know that the, the show follows the books a lot more than the games. And even if they did follow the games, I know some of the choices I've made in the games aren't the more conical, uh, story choices so at the end of the day it's like even if they follow the games or the books or especially if they follow the books i know that the girl in the show 
is not going to be my Geralt. He's just not. Yeah. And I, I, it's no fault of theirs. It's it's no fault of anybody's. It's just I played the game, and the game it makes you Geralt. Like it's not a game where you're playing like you're playing as Geralt. I mean, you are, but it's a game where like you yeah. are Geralt. You the choices he makes are your choices. Not like there's there's no preset choices. So that's the thing. Is it's just like I'm just like mm, mm. I just know the moment right, he does down, anything. Calm down. Calm down. Like, calm oh, crap. down. <laughs> No, well, I mean, I, I just, I just think I, I need to watch it. Let, just let me just say the, the way that he says the it. f word, he, he owns the <laughs> f word on the level that Samuel L. Jackson owns motherfucker. Mm, that's 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 strong. That's it's really that's something. Strong. It's really something. Yeah, like it's it's hardcore. Anyway, uh, it's it's worth checking out if you like it. It I I didn't super enjoy it. I didn't hate it, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, I also checked out Matrix Resurrections. Okay, all right. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Um, that seems so what, appropriate for a Matrix movie. I, you know, and that's what everything that I've been reading and seeing other people say is just like, huh? Because <laughs> I mean, it's a movie that didn't need to be made. Oh yeah, no, no. I but, I said that from the get go. But they did a really good job. Like the story of like why why there's a fourth movie is like spot on. They do a really good job of like explaining why everything's happening and like it being kind of a mind warp story and a lot of mind warp things. Um and they really kind of do some new stuff that I was like I mean, I mean, I guess if you if you go down the well of movie history, you'll be like, Oh, somebody did that somewhere. But but it really it, it, it while while it's not it, it's definitely not a technical marvel. Yeah. I feel like they almost they had like a bad like scene coordinator or something. I don't know what it is, but there is a B movie quality to it, especially with the fight scenes and a lot of stuff. Um, it, it by no means is low budget at all. It is very high budget, but just something about whoever they got to be, to, to perform a certain like technical role, like not the actors, but like setting up scenes and stuff like they, they, they weren't like a class and I don't know where to peg that, but if you watch it, you can kind of feel it. Um, but yeah, all the acting is great. The story is fantastic. Um, and just yeah, I don't. I it's really hard to say. I I I enjoyed a lot of it, and I don't think it is a disgrace that it got made. Okay. I guess is the way to say it. I mean that's um, good because I mean one of the things my I haven't seen it yet. I was gonna watch it this weekend and I ended up not. Um, but one of the things that I had said from the beginning is a huge red flag to me was the fact that the uh wakowski i guess the siblings now or whatever they they pretty much made everything together including all three of the matrix movies and the fact that one of them was like no this doesn't need to be done and the other one was like i'm making it i just like that's a huge diversion right there to me though because a huge red flag is that yeah one of them just was like no this is a bad idea why would we do this we finished the trilogy we moved on it's been a decade or so it's it's time to just let that rest and the fact that the other one didn't so that was just a huge red flag from the get-go to me um but i said i've heard a lot like you were saying i've heard a lot of people like yeah it's weird i did have one friend who said it was complete garbage but he's also 
he's weird and critical of a lot of things. So I don't know. I definitely <laughs> need to hope see he doesn't it. listen to the show and he's gonna be like, "Fuck you, Donna." <laughs> you hear it? You're weird uh, and I'll critical. I'll say it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll tell you what. Like, I mean, all the all the stuff of like, oh, they're making a fourth movie. They make fun of it within okay. itself. Wow, masterfully. Interesting. And I'm just like. I don't, I don't want to give any synopsis or anything away from it because it really is reminiscent of the first movie in a lot of ways where you're just like, what is going on? I don't understand. And you're piecing the puzzle together, which is the right. magic, right? Yeah, That's yeah. what the second and third movie missed was that you didn't have that that puzzle to try yeah. and figure out. And this one brings that back a little bit. Interesting. And and I don't want to tell you the reasons why it's good, because it would give some of those puzzle pieces away. Right. Uh, but but if you're a fan of The Matrix, um, I, I think that, that it's worth checking out. Uh, a lot of people have asked me if you need to watch the second and third movie. I think absolutely. You have okay. to have seen the second and third movie. And you would be surprised. I've talked to no less than 10 people that have seen the first one, but not the second and third. And I'm like, what the hell? That's like going to uh, see the first Lord of the Rings. I mean, and not the second and third one. I like, can understand <laughs> to some level because of the, the kind of around the second and third movie and just the, the, you know, kind of the letdown, I'll say, of, of them. Like, I'm surprised you've met a bunch of people who haven't seen the second movie, but I could see a lot of people who saw the second movie and just like, you know what? They just ain't got it. And I would understand that. One. I would understand yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I saw the, well, one is, so I didn't see the first movie until, like, well after it had been out for a while, um, because my mom was really, really strict about rated R movies and that sort of stuff, so didn't get to see it for a while uh, and stuff, but I did see it, and then I think the second movie was, like, either had just come out or was coming out, and, because I, actually, I'm pretty sure it had just come out after I'd seen the first one, um, and I did go, I went to the theaters with some friends to watch that, and I will say I was underwhelmed, um, but I still was like, I gotta know how this ends, so when the third one came out, I did go and see it, because, or I didn't go and see it, I waited until it was out of the theaters, and then I watched it, um, and, uh, was even more underwhelmed, but still, uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, so, I will say, like, I, I get why some people would be like, especially, like I said, if you saw the first one and then never saw the second one, I would question it unless maybe you just heard a lot from other people about it and that's what made you. Because, like, the fir- after seeing the first one, I was like, oh, hell yeah, more of that. Like, there was nothing in the world that would have stopped me from seeing the second one because the first one was so just amazing. Um, but, yeah, after seeing the second one, I could understand why a lot of people would be like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Donnell, your mission is to watch it before ne- we record next week. And then I will you can do that. Back and and see, it, see, see what you think compared to what that. my my thoughts are on it um so i just got two more things i want to i want to drop on i watched the movie don't look up okay which is fucking fantastic haven't even heard of it it, it oh you have not heard of this no. so for the audience that hasn't heard of this this is a movie uh let's see it has meryl streep it has uh uh leonardo dicaprio okay. um it has uh jennifer lawrence um okay. and just a whole bunch of other i mean it is a big cast a big yeah. big cast uh and it is about a couple of astronomers that are doing their astronomy thing and discover a comet that is going to hit the earth and destroy it with a 96 percent chance and they have to go tell the president and the world that the planet is going to be destroyed in six months and no one gives a shit that it's okay. gonna happen. 
the president, like, this doesn't give away. This is very early in the movie. But they go to see the president, and, like, they have trouble even getting in the room. And then when they see her, she's like, ah, it's like the midterms. This is a really bad time for this to happen. So we're just going <laughs> to sit on it. And, like, it's just, it, it's it's very comical. It's also very terrifying because it is, I mean, spoiler, the world does get destroyed at the end of the movie. Okay. Uh, but it's just kind of that journey. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, like, uh, Friend for the End of the World. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's very much kind of in that vein, but mixed in with idiocracy. Okay. I, it I, is, uh, yeah, it is great. Just good acting all around and really, really reminiscent. Like they, I mean, yeah, very, it touches on everything in our times. Like, like all, like the, all the alt-right Trump stuff like gets touched on and like crazy billionaires and like, I, it is, yeah, it is, it is fantastic. I think that came out on Christmas day uh, or maybe gonna, Christmas Eve. I'll have to check that out for sure. Um, I'll notice one thing you said is they went to see the president and they couldn't get in to see her. I'm like, ooh, progressive movie, female president. <laughs> yep, yep. Meryl Streep plays the president. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, in it, it, a very comical role. I don't know. It's it is uh, it is worth checking out. It is fantastic. It's on Netflix. <clears throat> and, yeah. yeah, it's great. Um, and then lastly, I rewatched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, okay. Because. We just finished up Hawkeye, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I wanted to compare the two, and I hadn't seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier in a while. Honestly, I haven't yeah. watched WandaVision or Loki. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I am very much in agreement that, or in, not in agreement necessarily, but uh, I very much feel that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the lowest of the four. Okay. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not terrible, no, no. You know, I mean, it was good to rewatch. I don't know if I'll ever rewatch it again. No, nah. uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. Hawkeye, Hawkeye might be the best one. I need to go Ooh. back and rewatch Loki. Okay. In Wandavision, in my opinion, this was this wow. was really fun. But anyway, well, that's 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 for that's for that, later. Yeah, that's for later. <laughs> um, before we get into that, uh, Donnell, we don't really have any news, but you know, since Hawkeye has ended, why don't why don't you give the audience a, a taste of what we'll be doing? What shows will we be covering in the coming months? Am I am I supposed to have that ready? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We prep for this. Uh, we prep for this. Yeah. So yeah, Hawkeye is wrapping up or wrapped up. You know, this is our last episode on it. Um, unless there's gonna be a second season two, which that's something I'm wondering is if there will or not. It'll be interesting. I don't think there will be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so either. Um, but uh, we have a very, very exciting um, to me, and I'm assuming to our listeners, a uh, couple of shows coming up here, Robert. Because uh, one thing just is, just a few, just a few. Yeah, just a few. One thing is, we have uh, the Book of Boba. That's going to be our next show. That starts next Wednesday, folks. Um, and I'll just, uh, I, I was going to say this for the actual episode, but I'll say it right now. I am so stoked for the show, mainly because. I've always felt like Boba Fett is this huge character who, if you haven't read the, you know, people always say, well, in the extended universe, Mike, stop it, stop it. Which, I mean, I've read the books. I've read about him, and that's why I like him. But still, most people haven't. So Boba is this huge character that if you really go by his movie presence, it makes no sense. He, he shows up, he plays wingman to Darth Vader, and then he gets shot and falls into a worm. And that's, that's the end of his career. Bing, yeah. bam, boom, we're done. Like... But everyone has always loved him, but I've always felt like he wasn't done justice. Because like I said, if you did read the books in the extended universe, you get to hear about this badass bounty hunter who was one of the most feared men in the universe. Like, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy is awesome. You don't see that in the movies. You don't see it yeah. and stuff. And so I've always wanted something, something 
where they're just like, this is who Boba Fett is. I'm hoping this series is, is it looks like an interesting take on him. I mean, it looks like he's older and wiser because it definitely seems a little bit more about. Yeah, because this is going to be like all new material as yeah, far as I understand. But it still right? is, yeah, it's all new material, but it still is the character and him getting to actually have some time to shine as Boba Fett. I mean, we got some of it in Mandalorian, and he was great in Mandalorian. Loved him in Mandalorian um, and stuff. And I was so glad when they brought him back. I was nervous when they brought him back because I thought him and the Mandalorian were going to end up squaring off against each other. And it'd be hard for me to throw my weight behind either character in that scenario. But they ended up as allies, which I liked, and he was great in it. He was good, and I'm so glad that he got his own special. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Um, So that starts next Wednesday. After that, we have... January 13th, Peacemaker. Yeah, a new show. New show. If you have not seen The Suicide Squad, whether because you you saw Suicide Squad and thought it was bad, whether because you think DC can't do good movies, or whether just because this was on your radar, go go watch Suicide Squad, or The Suicide Squad. Make sure to look for the the, because that's important. (laughs) But uh, James Gunn knocks it out of the park. Uh, and one of the best parts of the Suicide Squad is Peacemaker, portrayed by John Cena. And we got, we, of course, we got John Cena back playing playing the character. And guess what? James Gunn directing five of the episodes. So how's it going to be bad? How's it going to be bad? You got James Gunn at the helm. How's it going to yeah, be bad? Yeah, I, I, I find it <laughs> unlikely that it will be bad. It yeah. could be. Yeah. But, but I find that very unlikely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's a character so good in, yeah. in a movie that they, like, within a year or less than a year... I had made a show. Yeah. Greenlit, record it, made a show. Um, And so, yeah, that's coming out uh, next, or not, or that's coming out January uh, 13th, was that? Yeah, January 13th. Once again, Robert, and this is, oh, this is going to make, this is going to make recording this show hell. Getting three episodes on the 13th. (laughs) Of of, uh, Peacemaker? Of Peacemaker. Oh, my God. Well, that'll be an episode unto itself because yeah. we'll still be talking about Book of Baba. Book what else Baba. we add into this pile? So, also add to this pile, we have two returning shows, um, both of which are going to be the same week. One is going to be on the 26th, one is going to be on the 24th. We have returning Resident Alien and Snowpiercer. Which, so I don't know about Resident Alien. We'll see what that yeah, does. That I Resident was, Alien had its ups and downs while we were watching it. We even talked about it. Um... And it was interesting that it ended with a season two. And yeah, it's definitely going to be something we fill out as we go. I definitely want to get back into it just because, yeah, we got to see if they can get capture some of the magic of the earlier episodes of Resident Alien. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was such lukewarm. I'm surprised that it's getting a second season, honestly. Yeah. But maybe that could be hopeful that they're they're Maybe they did something like, hey, we're fixing the problems. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Uh, but other side of that no coin... Fear. One we're not concerned about. One I oh my good. <laughs> if if you like, I I'd seen the movie Snowpiercer. I liked the movie Snowpiercer when they announced a show. I was like, how are you gonna do that? How's that exactly. gonna work? Exactly. It works. It works so well. It, it's, it's so good. It's and so it, and good. I believe this is the final season. No, it's not, Robert. Well. We have oh. a fourth season. It was renewed July twenty first or July of twenty twenty one. It was renewed for the third and fourth season. So. Yeah, we got we got at least one more season after this, Robert. Um, but season three is starting up, uh, upcoming or starting up. Um, so it's fantastic. Okay, <laughs> so it's fantastic, and I I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I'm gonna scroll down here real quick because I want to check something and see about. 
Here's my mouse. Hang on. Man, I wonder what. Man, I can't imagine what a fourth season would be. I feel like they could really wrap it up in the third season. Yeah, I mean, this season or the last season, you know, spoilers, spoilers, huge spoilers for a show that's been out for a year. So you know, can't get too mad. But one of the main characters, I won't spoil it that much, I guess. One of the main characters, a very big figurehead, is gone now. Um, and yeah. it's going to be interesting how they continue the show without without this character. Um, well, there's so many other great characters. Yes, but I tell you, here, here's, here's my theory, right? So by the end of this season, the, the train is going to crash into a giant circular pit, and Q is going to change over to the video game remake Frostpunk. <laughs> Anybody who hasn't seen that game, check it out. It's basically like stationary yeah. Snowpiercer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good game. I have it. It's a good game. It's fun. Um, I haven't played it in forever, though. I need to. I need to, I need to just oh, they made a bunch of updates, man. They've got like endless mode now and all okay. sorts of stuff. Yeah, I might have to hop on uh, Steam and reinstall that. Cause that was such a good playthrough. I love mm-hmm. that game. Yeah, it's good. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Snowpiercer. We're talking about Resident Alien. We're talking about Peacemaker and Book of Boba. We have all of that to look forward to. Along with, when we don't have release date for this, but along with, don't forget, we got uh, The Boys coming back. Oh, we yeah. We got The Mandalorian coming back. We got we'll Invincible, Invincible coming back. There's some good stuff out there, folks. <laughs> so it's going to be it's gonna be a great year. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, a lot of, lot of stuff to cover. Before we can cover any of that, we need to wrap up Hawkeye. And we're going to do yep. that right after this break. All right, welcome back, everybody. Let's talk about Hawkeye, season one, episode six, the season finale. Let's uh, let's real quick, Robert. I on our, our break here, I went downstairs and uh, my TV. I had it on from earlier. Uh, Netflix was pulled up, and uh, Don't Look Up was sitting right there on my screen. <laughs> right, that's right, freaking. I was that's just like, freaky. yeah. Well, I mean, it's the big movie they. It released. is. It is, and uh, definitely, like I said, it already had up there that it was nominated for so i didn't read which one but nominated for an award or two so uh it looks like it did doing pretty I, I, bet, good. I bet it i bet it will win uh a lot of the awards i don't yeah. think it, it, i don't think it may win some oscars but i doubt it yeah but yeah i just thought that was very very interesting i was like hey we we're just talking about that <laughs> <laughs> it knows donnell and knows eh, the house can hear me you know <laughs> that's how it is uh, all you right know. let's get let's get into this episode which yeah the writers certainly did because they did not fuck around. No, like the no. first scene, goddamn Kingpin, mm-hmm. Vincent D'Onofrio, mm-hmm. right in your face, and yeah. I'm like, wow. I was like, they're getting right into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think was inter- interesting. I've, I've, and they didn't really expound upon this in the episode. That he, he talks about it a little bit more, but doesn't really expound upon it because, like you said, we start out with Vincent, and we find out the reason that he's working with him is because. Uh, Kate's father owed him money and I'm wondering like owed him money as in he borrowed or uh, uh, borrowed, bleh, borrowed, yeah, borrowed from it. Kingpin or if like he was actually like like kind of like Kate's mom was working with him like I'm wondering yeah, that, that is definitely an unanswered question because like what we didn't get to see much of his father or her, her father but from what we got to see in the first episode like he seemed like a genuine like good guy 
kind of stuff. Which even from the very first episode, her, that her mom gave some interesting vibes. Wasn't I would have never have went so far to say she was working with Kingpin and murdered a man, but definitely seemed more like the cynical one of the two. Um, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. You definitely wouldn't have expected his character to be someone that would take money from the mob. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they did point out in the first episode that you know they were struggling so maybe he was just that desperate i don't know is this interesting um but also in this scene and this goes back to last week's episode of content you didn't hear but i very much was and i was ver- ver- uh i was verified or vindicated how you want to say it. i very much was like jack's has nothing to do with this jack is 100 innocent jack is a guy who was in love with a woman who happens to be betraying him and guess what found out in this episode that's exactly true Jack, yeah, is yeah, just, yeah, Jack is actually a good guy, and he he just was he's just a weirdo who likes swords, who loves a woman that he shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, greatest redemption arc of a side character that didn't deserve it. Yeah, like, oh yeah, exactly. Like this. By the series, end of it, you're like you're like yeah, I want to see more of him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so this series could have ended without, uh, or could have either not had Jack in it or had him be a villain wouldn't have changed much but the fact that they write this redemption arc and you bring him back around and make him kind of cool you're like you know what <laughs> i could do with some jack <laughs> uh, uh so we so we get confirmation that the mother killed armand mm-hmm. which which that makes me wonder like i, I want to know did she kill armand herself or did like see have her staff or someone kill him like that's what i, I want to know he did it they, I, they, I, I mean throughout the episode it. they do multiple times he just say i killed armand or someone brings it up and says he killed armand and she doesn't go well bernie did it or whatever so yeah i mean i do i do agree with you i just also feel like i don't know i feel like he could have got somebody to kill armand so he seems like he's in that position but yeah yeah well that makes me question like what was the deal with the candy then mm. like did she bring candy to jack like, how did he get the day's candy? Or did he did he just happen to go see his uncle that he didn't seem to really like that much? I mean, I mean he, so we see with this, because we have Jack talking to Armand the third or the fourth, or the seventh, I think he is, seventh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and you can tell they don't have a close relationship. But I think Jack is very much, I think he doesn't have a great relationship with well, most of his family, but he's still, like, he's still around them. He still interacts with them. He's still, like, he, they're still family to him, even though they shouldn't be. And they all treat him terribly, which, I th- like I said, at the end of the day, Jack redeemed himself. I'm like, hey, cut Jack some slack. But anyways, his family's terrible. But uh, still. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think there's a chance that maybe he went and swung by his uncle's house and just, like, I, I think Jack is just, like, very much a wrong place, wrong time guy, you know? He just, yep. he happened to He's swing by. He, he happened to swing by his uncle's house and grab some candy, and then he just, for whatever weird reason, because he's a weird dude, decided, you know what would make Kate like me if I gave her some candy? <laughs> it was in his book. It was in his book, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but even, like, like taking that so, book, uh... taking that book into account, like, like I was saying about him just being a good guy who's trying to, you know, he found a woman he loves, and he's trying to get his daughter, like, even that, like, he goes out of his way to get a book, man, and Try, try to figure out how to be a good stepfather like the man's not he's not a bad dude he's trying he's, dude. he's a weirdo but he's trying his damnedest <laughs> so dude. i'm surprised like i i don't know how how yelena gets like the full video with audio of this conversation without getting noticed i mean she's a top black widow spy i i don't find that too unbelievable i mean She's just as skilled as Natasha, and I just figured, I mean, I don't know. She probably has some tech, little, little, 
drone spider robot i don't know crawled along the wall i don't find that too too i mean i guess the only part is the fact that she's not working for the black widows and she's also not like natasha who was working with the avengers and iron man so i don't know where she got the tech from but she probably has connections and she oh, yeah. definitely yeah. has money so she probably just you know paid for her own tech to be made she's definitely worked with the power broker yeah oh yeah for sure um oh yeah for sure for sure Man, that's, uh, I just forgot about the Power Broker character, but that's something that's got to show up in the MCU later, too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, let's be honest, though. If you had just watched uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, would you have been able to bring up the Power Broker? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not have. I would not have. <laughs> um, okay, so, 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 so sidebar on Falcon. Do you think they're going to change his costume before he gets into the movies? Yes, yeah. I I mean, whoa! Oh no 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 no! You mean his costume, his Captain America costume that he has at the end? Yeah. Oh man! Because I just was thinking if you're saying like he's gonna change from Falcon to Captain America, but yeah, for sure that. But um, oof! Because yeah, that 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 costume, that costume was, that was not rough. good. That, that they they need to take that back to the draw. I get that you're rushing out a costume so you can have the new Black Captain America show up on TV, but you might want to walk get that back in the drawing boards before his big debut <laughs> on the big screen. Because yeah, that. I hope they do. I I hope they do. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's real bad. Real yeah. bad. Uh, so anyway, uh, I was gonna say we, so we, we get a we get a quick look at uh, Echo and Kingpin um, interacting afterwards. Basically, after uh, Eli- Eleanor, yeah, Eleanor leaves, um, and basically we see kind of. I mean, you know, they they play it up as if. You know, everybody's cool, and she's back with, within the organization, and she just wants some time off. But everybody knows, like, she's out. The 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 the, the secret's out of the bag. Um, yeah. Kingpin immediately is like, they, I lost my, lost my, uh, lost my, what's her name? Not Echo. I can't remember what her actual name is. Suddenly. Maya. Maya. I lost my Maya. Which, I mean, I do think Kingpin, I mean, not enough to not kill her, but I think Kingpin did, you know, like her, love her, maybe to some extent. Because the fact that he took the time and he's not fluent he still needs kazis there but he still took the time to learn like he learned some sign language which i wouldn't expect a mob boss to do honestly (laughs) yeah no i mean i've always seen like uh kingpin as a caring person for people he cares about yeah yeah um but yeah that's all that's all gone now um yeah i just love vincent d'onofrio's portrayal of this character i do too and that's that's why I got some gripes later on. But uh, no. right. um, right. what I was going to say, one thing I find interesting, though, I kind of thought was weird is like, I get that Hawkeye, you know, explained to her that, yeah, that I was basically pointed in your father's direction by, you know, by Kazi or Kingpin. You know, they wanted him dead. I don't get her just letting him go. Like, OK, cool. Thank you for letting me know that my uncle is a, is a terrible person and my best friend is also responsible for my dad's death. Why is he not still want to kill Hawkeye? Like he still did kill her father and he didn't really do anything redemptive to like explain it or say he was sorry or anything. So I'm like, what's changed where suddenly she's like, nah, cool. I'm cool with Hawkeye. Now like you're cool with Hawkeye. Maybe she just realized that he was just a hammer, you know, but that, that is a good point. Hammer that still kill her dad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Boy, I just lost my train of thought right there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, so so 
Uh, yeah, I'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll clean that up. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get some let's get some dead air, and then I'll bring it uh, bring it back. Okay. All right. So we get we do get a very brief scene uh, where Hawkeye and Kate are watching the video, mm -hmm. and we get the the first acknowledgement that that she is his partner. Yep. Yes. Which is, I mean, they just that that's really what I found interesting about this episode is they. I mean, just in general, this whole episode, I was like, man, there are so many things going on. I don't see how it's possible. And we had talked about that before. It's like, well, you don't really have to fix anything because you can just carry that into another movie or show mm -hmm. at some point. Yep, yep. But boy, in this one, they basically buttoned everything up. They, 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 yeah, they did a good job of kind of wrapping up most things, but still leaving stuff open for, you yeah, know, yep. with the movies and stuff and when these characters show up again. Uh, but yeah, no, they... But once again, that's kind of why I got an issue with it, <laughs> which we'll get to. Um, yeah, so they, they definitely, they, they, we got the confirmation that they're partners. Um, and then they go to make some trick arrows. And I remember earlier when Hawkeye, and I guess it was just him, you know, trying to discourage her from falling in his twist up. But when Hawkeye is like, that's all the trick arrows. Um, it's, uh, it's one of those things like, okay, it's obvious, like. Why would that be all the trick arrows? It's obvious that Hawkeye has to be able to make his own trick arrows. He doesn't have to rely on, like, Iron Man or, you know, Professor Pym and them or S.H.I.E.L.D. to get him arrows. He's been doing this for years. But on the yeah. other side of the coin, I'm like, he should be able to make most arrows. But there are some arrows I feel like, mm, you're going to need some. Like, like one of the, the, one of the, the, the Pym arrows, uh... I still feel like that's a very, I mean, he does get the, it does, he, that one time he did get the head back, and I think he'd probably get it back this one, is, yeah, the Pimero's like, those are not something you can just throw around. You should, those are limited supply, and the fact yeah. that he even has any of them is amazing. Um, and then the other well, thing. I mean, I, I think it's insinuated that he can go back to Scott and get more. I mean, but the Pim particles are a finite resource. You can't just be handing those out to everybody. You gotta... are, are they finite? Like, yeah. You, you, like, you can't make more of them? It, I, it's like, I can't remember if they can't, can't make more of them, but it's like, it's it's it, maybe it's like really hard to, but basically, because that, that's one thing that comes up is with uh with Scott losing the first shoot, and that's one reason why uh, Professor Pim is so pissed with him is because it's like all the technology in the Pim cars that went into it, it's just, it's just gone. Like, you can't, like, they're, they're, they're either finite or extremely extremely hard to make and so to be like hey here's a couple arrowheads still seems kind of, i mean it's only two from what we saw one that makes things big and one that makes things small but still that's i mean that's a very generous to me that's a very generous thing that they gave him um yeah he better no, I, I, it, no it is, it and, is. yeah and, and he, then that, you know not everybody get that you know it's because yeah. he's, he's he's an avenger yeah part yep. of the team you know um and that uh what is it uh that uh mm. My brain just stalled. Oh yeah, that also that electric arrow he uses later on. I'm like overpowered, overpowered. Yeah, overpowered. And also, I'm like, don't get me wrong, Hawkeye is probably really smart, really smart. But he's not like Iron Man, Bruce Banner, Professor Pym smart. And that yeah. arrowhead, like one of them had to make that for him and then give it to him. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, I mean, while we're talking about finite resources for arrows, that fucking case of Stark arrows. Mm, yeah. He's got, yeah. Like those yeah. are one time. Those are, you ain't getting those back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I'm like, I'm like, I want to know what all of them do. I know. Like, <laughs> the fact that they marked another one, he's like, oh, that one's too dangerous. I'm like, can we, can we see it though? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, so, uh, you know what? So, so touching on that, 
I'm like he needed more of a lab. I felt to make these arrows. Yeah, Not just like your standard soldering workbench situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, I'm like the miniature miniaturization of all this, and like some of the probably crazy stuff you'd have to get your hands on. Yep. So, like, yeah. like, like he's like he's like you got the tear gas. I'm like you can't just go buy that. No, no, no you, you gotta. <laughs> so so uh, during this scene though, you know Hawkeye is like, hey, this is what you know because Kate's you know realizing her mom is you know corrupt and all that stuff and he's she's losing her mom in a sense and you know the thing is you know this is where clint has that kind of heart-to-heart moment with her where he's just like you know this is this is what being a hero is like you're going to lose stuff close to you and stuff i mean he wants to make sure kate understands that because like yeah it's not just all the the fun stuff of being a hero and saving the day it's also about sacrifice and that sort of thing um and then kate kind of gives her story about why she like wants to be here and why she looks up to him and her telling the story made me realize something robert um i i will take back now everything i said about hawkeye and black widow in the mcu about them not being you know true avengers about like when they all the people who looked or like when they saw hawkeye like oh my gosh it's hawkeye i'm like why would you be so thrilled about hawkeye i i now realize that in all honesty like the only reason why i look at hawkeye the way i do is because i'm not actually in the mcu because from an outsider looking in i want to look at the heroes who have the cool powers and toys yeah but if you were actually truly someone living in a world with heroes seeing a as kate says seeing a dude running with the big dogs who's just using a bow and arrow but he's out here fighting alongside iron man and the hulk and a literal god and ellen from outer space and he doesn't bat an eye he doesn't flinch seeing black widow and hawkeye like yeah it makes sense why they'd be so popular because they're just people everybody else is super powered individuals with insane tech or insane powers and then you have black widow and hawkeye like no they're just yeah they're highly trained don't get me wrong but it's just that thing of like, oh, these are these guys are heroes because like they're doing this with none of that safety net. None of that, oh, I'm a big green monster who can't die, or I'm a god, or I have five million billion dollars and can make whatever the hell I want. Like, they're just people. So I was like, I get it now. In the actual MCU world, yeah, they'd be the most popular heroes just because of that one fact. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not putting down the, the other guys now either, but I do get it now. Like, yeah, Hawkeye would be insanely popular because no, every kid would look at the Hulk and be like, that's cool, but I can't, I can't be the Hulk. I can't, yeah. I can't become Thor or Ant-Man. I mean, I guess technically Scott Lang fell into it backwards, but most people don't know that. <laughs> so I can't be Ant-Man or any of these Black Panther or whatever, but maybe, maybe I can be Hawkeye, you know? Or I, I guess as Kate says. I don't shows. think you can be Hawkeye. Well, no, no. But I, I could probably be Black Panther. Oh, <laughs> just <go>. kidding. <laughs> you just need the purple, the purple juice. Right? Yeah, just need that flower, which I guess all got yep. burnt. But anyways, yeah. I wonder yeah. how they're going to deal with that, the flower being gone. Yeah, I know. And like needing needing a new a new Black Panther and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be something stupid like the sister like figured out how to synthesize it. So that's it's interesting because they're – you know, this is off topic, but talking about Black Panther, um, you know, with him passing and stuff, they talk about like, you know, what the next movie was going to be. There's some talk about, uh, 
you know, uh, his sister becoming the next Black Panther, um, which she definitely is going to be playing a much larger role than originally intended. But there's also been some rumors circulating around uh, two possible candidates, one of which if they and I know they didn't know that. Um, now, I can't remember his name. I was going to say T'Challa, but that's the that's the character. But uh, I can't remember his name all of a sudden. But the guy who played uh, Chadwick Boseman, they didn't know he was going to pass. Um, but it's one of those things like, this is why he shouldn't have killed Michael B. Jordan, should have let him live, especially since there was opportunity. But there, there's talk about somehow bringing Killmonger back and he becomes Black Panther. But there's also talk about, uh, if you remember in the first Black Panther, when he first, before Killmonger shows up, when he fights the other, the like leader of the guerrilla tribe people um, for uh, leadership or to be Black Panther, there's talk of that guy becoming the next Black Panther. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I wanted what to be do. the sister. Or, yeah. or maybe, like, the leader of his guard. Yeah, that'd be, ooh, yeah. That'd be, I'd like that, actually, a lot. His sister, I'm not putting her down, but his sister is more, and I guess he could do Black Panther her own way, of course, but if we're talking about, like, someone being the Black Panther in the same style as uh, Chadwick Boseman's character, I, I don't think his sister fits, just because his sister is definitely more in the vein of an Iron Man character, like, scientist who makes cool well, I mean, powers. I mean, yeah. I know, so she could do Black Panther her own way, but I think it would be cool. I never thought about it, but yeah, no. If, her, if they gave it to his, uh, yeah, his chief bodyguard, that that would be cool. I'd like that actually a lot, and that like that. Really I mean, cool. I like the sister for it because what we we don't have a balance to, uh, uh, to Hulk to Bruce Banner because it was always in you know in the in the first several phases it was always Bruce and uh, Stark. Yeah, like you know, nerding out on the tech. While yeah, yeah. Was like, we have no idea what quantum physics is, you know. Yeah. Stuff. Um, and and there's no really replacement for for that. I mean, there's going to be because I mean, there's going to be Ironheart, which that's the yeah, other reason we don't why know if she's going to be like super genius. I don't no, know. No, that's her whole thing. Ironheart, like, she basically she builds her own Iron Man suit by reverse engineering Tony Stark's plans. Mm, like, nice. she is. In the comics, they like Tony Stark even says like he's smarter than him, like he's insanely smart. So Ironheart can fill that role, and it's also the other reason why Black Panther's sister, or I think Shuri is her name, is a little bit is she's kind of not they're not the same character, but it would kind of almost be like making them the same character. Like if she becomes yeah. Black Panther, then why do we need Ironheart or vice versa? Not that you can't have two super smart, you know, young characters running around but just like it, they're almost the same character at that point so yeah yep. um it'll be interesting anyways back to the anyway, show back, we're talking to, about we're, we're here to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh so they go they're, they're going they go to a fancy party mm -hmm. uh we find out that the larpers have infiltrated the wait staff yeah, you got i'm like that so, was a fast turnaround that, well that's what i was saying that happen? that's what i i have that written I was like how did they get the because i like i said uh kate's mom just broke off contact with the arguably the most dangerous man in new york if you're holding a, a party of some sort you are and you know you're on kingpin's hit list you're not gonna just let anybody be a wait staff like everybody who's at that party would have been vetted weeks in advance yeah. and he runs they, they security exactly they run, they run a security company. it's like how did they get these people on the staff because I'm just like, no, yeah. there's no way. Especially after you just picked off Kingpin. Also, like, hey, we got some new arrivals today. Oh, hell no. Because, like, you just be like, oh, you mean you mean the tracksuit mafia or someone Kingpin hired? Like, so that's really... And then also, like, how do they get all... Like, because that thing is, we see Kate and her mom talking about the party the day before with Jack, actually. And then Jack gets arrested that morning. 
then Kate uh, tracks down uh, Clint, and then once she gets back in touch with Clint, see, that's after running, no, no, Kate runs into uh, Yolanda, and then Kate tracks down with Kent, and then they see the mom breaking it off with Kingpin, and I imagine that, if that if Jack got arrested that morning, and then mom breaks off with Kingpin, I imagine that'd be like mid afternoon and then that night there's a party i'm like how did you get yeah. the the maps how did you like they because at one point they're like we're switching switching to sex or plan b go to go to section three four i'm like so yeah you have yeah, to have maps that you, station one yeah, yeah that you plan this all out on you have to have access and keys i'm like how did you get all that in maybe five hours five hours i'm just like this makes no sense <laughs> they, they were probably just like oh this looks like that map we did in that dnd session one time let's just see what we <laughs> yeah we'll just use that plan um we also uh, so get... yelena shows up and uh, i was gonna say before uh, that just... oh yeah go ahead with the yelena showing up yeah uh, i i just gotta say shout out to florence Pugh's hair mm, in this mm -hmm. episode yeah Someone like that with those hairstyles. That that's that a like very that mohawk. That, like, oh, that that mohawk braid that she got. That's a very elaborate hairstyle. Like you don't just whip that up, you know, in your passing time. <laughs> yeah, I see that like in Valhalla Vikings or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which that, that does make you question. Like I mean, I guess you know she has money and she's enjoying her time in New York when she's not trying to kill Clint. So she probably swung by a hair salon there. Am I taking? Well, well, she knows she's going to a fancy party. Yeah. She's got to blend in. I know. I'm just saying she probably yeah. went to a good hair salon, enjoyed herself. Um. Anyways, I. We also see Jack out of prison, and all I have to say is thank goodness Jack obviously has a good lawyer and also a rich family that, even though they don't seem to like him, is willing to bail him out because uh, Clint and Kate find out that Jack is innocent, and they don't move a muscle to do anything about it. Yeah, I guess, but Jack's in jail for murdering his uncle, and they're like, no, 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 they did do something about it because they made arrangements to pick with the cops to pick her up because when the cops like, uh, yeah, I guess, the mom, okay, and they are, but Jack says, Jack says mom. that. It, the reason he's out is because Armand the seventh father, which I guess is Armand the sixth, paid his bell. So I'm just like. <laughs> You didn't maybe I don't know, but yeah, who knows? Maybe there was some. So, so, okay, so so let's let's talk about this this arrest here, right? So they they say that she's being arrested for the murder of Armand the Third. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, did they show the cops the video to get that to happen? And if so, did they not see the fucking kingpin there and go fuck that shit? I'm yeah. Out. Or if they, or, or maybe not even that, like, yeah, maybe either fuck that shit, I'm out, or if they're, you know, trying to be some super cops, like, don't get me wrong, I, uh, I'm not saying she should get away with murder, I'm not saying that anything, but if, if I have the choice of going after Kingpin with this evidence, or, you know, some security firm's main boss, like, that's my thing, is like, maybe they, like, why are the cops like, yeah, get her, I'm like, yeah, get her, maybe to get some information to Kingpin or something, but. Because, like, yeah, either A, yeah, either get out, or also, like, you have much bigger fish to fry with this evidence. <laughs> yeah, no, that tape's going to get lost because he has that kind of swing in the tape. Well, it, mm, see, that's the thing. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, I don't um, know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but so one thing I put in here with Jack showing up is, like, this Jack that we're seeing, because I read up a little bit and just also just kind of read about the character, him being a villain. Like, the Jack in the MCU is not the same Jack Swordsman who is... Uh, what is it? Who is in the comics? Because the Jack 
the swordsman in the comic is like a highly trained, you know, sword. I mean, both of them are highly trained, but he's like a highly trained assassin, killer, mercenary dude. And this Jack, like, you tell, like, he gets all excited when he's like, oh, it's my time to sign. Where you get to, like, yeah. this dude is just a sword. On guard. Yeah, this dude is just a sword enthusiast who just got a moment to shine. Like, he's just like, I, I get to use my swords. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Like, this would, Jack... would you like to see him on the Avengers? Yes. I would love yeah, to see absolutely. him on the Avengers. I would love for Why the Swordsman to... I hope that we do get some more Jack. I, I hope that does happen in some way. Maybe not fully an Avenger, but I hope he st- he shows up. I hope he becomes actually becomes the Swordsman, maybe through his LARPing connections now, because we got to yeah, see that they yeah. were chatting about it. But I hope he becomes a Swordsman, and yeah, I, I hope we get some more Jack. Um, but yeah, so then uh, we, we got... We got uh, uh, the... the Kazi, 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 Kazi. There we go. Kazi, Kazi. Starts open firing into the party, trying to kill Clint um, and stuff, and then realizes that Kate and her mom are there. So you know, three, three, all three are there that he needs to. Um, we can get this all taken care of. Um, and basically, they start clearing out the LARPers. Start clearing out everybody, um, and then Kate sees Yolanda, and basically goes after she's like oh crap i gotta take care of that and a couple of things from this scene is one is i feel like and i like it too actually this is one thing that i do like um and i hope that they do play into this more is they are setting up for the next version of black widow and hawkeye to be yep. just as good friends as the original and i think they yep. they have a very good chemistry together i like them together the chemistry between between these two actresses Florence Pugh and um uh, Haley Steinfeld is is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I and it really shows in the characters. Yeah, I like this. I liked this scene a lot. I like them interacting with each other, and I just like how like they're both able to be so casual about it while they're like they're fighting. Um, but the other thing I also like is like I'm glad they did this, and I'm not saying that Kate won't get training and won't get more skilled, and, but I'm glad they made it clear that how much. Yolanda outscales her in a fight. Oh yeah, she like, was messing she's with her the whole time. She's pulling back the whole time, and like, yeah, she's just like easily. Every time Kate gets any slightly upper hand, she's just like, nope, easily reverses it. <laughs> just like, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know how many times I rewound and and watched when when she slaps her, and then she's just like, what was that? Yeah, what was that? And she's like, I don't know. Was- I, I also one part I really liked is when Kate is like. It's Christmas. Come on, let's just go and get a drink. And you know, I was like, okay. And she's like, yeah, cool. And he's like, yeah. After I kill Clint, <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I just like that a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I do like that setup there because I think they're, they're, like I said, both actresses play these characters really well, and their chemistry is really good. Um, and I, yeah, I, I'm hoping to see more of them uh, going forward. Um, so, so okay, so saddest character in this entire episode. Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. this motherfucker that's having to work super late oh yeah Christmas Eve, <laughs> and I then somebody just comes him. fighting fighting through his office i'm like what is this dude's story why why can uh, yeah. he not go home well what i think like, like, i think is i'm pretty sure this is you know the security company's building so i feel like he's part of like he's he, he could be or he 
should be at the party. Like, I feel like he's yeah. up working, but he's just like, man, got this, you know, damn report to get filed, missing the party, <laughs> this sucks. And then all of a sudden, two chicks come fighting through his office. Like, what the hell's going on? It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to talk to this guy and explain to him what the anti-work movement is, because that's mm-hmm. some bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. you got to work on Christmas Eve. Working on Christmas Eve, holiday party going on, you can't attend, can't be home with your family, and you got to deal with two <laughs> girls trying to kill each other in your office. Like, come on, cut this man. <laughs> a break <laughs> we'll see we'll see right. what happens in uh like one of the movies or something we'll see uh kate go back to her mother's company and we'll see that he's the new ceo <laughs> yeah he's like oh, we're putting in those extra hours <laughs> uh so list of things that i'll never do in my life okay jumping off a fucking building yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No so, way. She fell way too fast so yeah oh yeah no 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 i i'm sorry i like that scene, like what is I put down A is because uh, he uses it so much. Yolanda loves that grappling hook. She loves that's her favorite toy because yeah. she uses that all the time, sitting stuff. She loves that grappling hook. But another thing is, yeah, Kate, Kate's holding that she does. The, the, that's not how physics works. And she came on way too fast. And like, yeah, she 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 would have broken her legs. Like this 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 episode would have been a lot different of Kate smash it into the ground and then like lying on the ground and shooting arrows from there because yeah yeah Clint was like are you okay she'd be like nope nope not at all did something dumb because i was just like no 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 that's that's not how that works i'm sorry um and, and i couldn't understand what she was using it seemed like she grabbed something off a desk she grabbed like i don't know it was like yeah it was a cord of some sort but I don't know. Oh, no, like no, no. I don't, yeah, no, it was because if you remember earlier in that scene, uh, Yolanda throws a boa at her. And so I think it was the boa. She grabs. Uh, yeah, because Yolanda throws it and she like dodges it just barely. And then I think she picks it up. So, OK, so, so so how many of these does she have? Because I can't because I, I can't tell where she's keeping them because she, she uses three. No, four. Yeah. No, three, three. So she uses one that she throws at her arm, which which makes you know like I, it didn't seem like it really helped that she threw it at yolana's arm i don't know what was going on there yeah um and then she uses another one to slide down this rope mm-hmm. which i'm like just use your hands you know you should have some gloves or something yeah yeah um especially if you're an archer. and then and then when she gets down below she throws it at somebody and then she has a third one that she throws at somebody else and i'm like where's she getting these from <laughs> she has a i mean she's working with larpers so she has a bag of holding you know uh yeah it's a <laughs> bag of holding absolutely <laughs> um so so here here here's some things uh from last episode i i which we didn't cover but one thing i brought up is i found it how weird that clint was so scared of kingpin like when he's had so many way bigger villains and one yeah. thing we kind of see and this is like and this is like i said it raises a question to me once again is a uh eleanor i mean she's concerned but she's not she's still having a holiday party doing her knowing like she's not even that scared of kingpin maybe because she doesn't know as much but i kind of feel like she's been working with a guy she knows what he's capable yeah, of yeah i think that i think um, she should have been more scared and then the other thing is we see kingpin when the, the chips are down and I, I know part of this is because of the whole sony marvel thing and that sony has kingpin unfortunately like he is a property that's shared between them because he was both a part of the spider-man universe but also daredevil and so kingpin has always been out there to be you originally it was fox and sony who were sharing kingpin but then uh you know now that 
uh, Disney owns Fox now. Uh, Disney owns half of Kingpin too. So they, they can use Kingpin, but a lot of the bigger villains that Kingpin runs with, like Rhino and Scorpion and stuff, are clearly Spider-Man villains who aren't shared. Yeah. So I get why they didn't have him call in some reinforcements, but it also that's the thing that kind of makes it, it just doesn't seem this, as much, is the fact that here Kingpin is, Kind of, I mean, not back up against the wall, but basically going all out to stop Hawkeye and Kate and Eleanor and exert his power in the city. And I get that he can't call in Rhino, even though it would have been awesome if he could have. But he, all he has is a tracksuit mafia. Like I'm like, that's it. That's his. That's his. His whole power base is a bunch of tracksuit. Which I mean, there, well, I, I mean, did. I did put lot, in. Like I, that's one thing I did notice. Is like, there's a lot more members of the tracksuit mafia than I thought there was. Like yeah. <laughs> from earlier. But still, at the end of the day, it's like they're not even the most skilled dudes. Like yeah, they're they're just like I don't know. Like I said, this King, Hawkeye being so scared of Kingpin. And then, like I said, when his big his big play comes in, and all he has is a tracksuit mafia, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know why you're even concerned, Hawkeye. Like, <laughs> once again, you fought yeah. against Thanos and Ultron. Kingpin is like, meh. I'm not putting down Kingpin because I love Vincent playing him, and I love this version of Kingpin, and I also like Kingpin in general. He's just a kind of cool dude. But it's like, you know, once again, to shift from Marvel to DC, it's like in uh, Batman. He has his main villains like Joker and Two-Face and Mr. Freeze. And then he has your his lower tier like Black Mask, who's just a normal mob boss. And yeah, he fights him, but it's not the same as when he goes up against Joker. It's like, oh, Black Mask yeah. get out of hand. I'll take care of it. Same with King. It's like, oh, Kingpin's, yeah, he's still a villain. He's still dangerous. Don't underestimate him, but you don't have to be as concerned. I don't know, but he think so, okay, so let's talk about Kingpin in this. Yeah. It seems like he got a power up for well, sure. Yes and no. That's one thing actually that Kingpin has never made any sense. Out of all the the heroes and villains who are out there who don't have powers or only have limited powers to some extent, Kingpin has never made sense because if we're taking people like like let's just take you who we have, we have Captain America, we have Hawkeye, Black Widow, like Captain America has superhero uh super super soldier serum, and that makes him the peak of what a human can be, but he's not super powered. And then Hawkeye and Black Widow are just highly trained. Well, Kingpin, like, and I looked him up twice just to make sure. And I, I knew this before I looked it up because I've all, I've been in the comics. Like, they've made it clear. Like, Kingpin is not super powered in any way, yeah. shape, or form. The, he is highly, he is also highly trained. He's a very good, skilled combatant and stuff. But like, and not just in this show, in everything with Kingpin. It, I, I I have the Spider-Man video game. Um, and it's a fantastic game if you haven't played it. Uh, but I have a Spider-Man video game, and the first boss you fight is Kingpin, and you go through the ringer with Kingpin. You are beaten up. Oh, you yeah. throw him through, like, four stories of a building through concrete walls, and he keeps getting up. And that's one thing they've never explained about Kingpin is, like, I get he's in the peak physical shape, but even Captain America goes down if you hit him hard enough and stuff. And Kingpin just always rebounds. I'm just like... Explain him to me. I do not understand <laughs> Kingpin. I do not get. They're like he, he's a secret mutant for sure. That's what I'm about to say. Like every time you're like, okay, they're gonna say he's a mutant, or they're gonna say like he secretly has a superpower, right? And every time I'm like, nope, he's a normal man. I'm like, then why did someone just throw him through two buildings and he got up and walked away? Like you're just like, <laughs> I do not get the character. They just they swear he's just a human, and yet he can do things that no human, even other shoot or superhero humans like captain america and them they can't even do but he's like no i'm good <laughs> yeah and he like as you were saying he does that in this 
multiple times. <laughs> they're like, he's going to be able to get up. Nope, he's up. <laughs> well, he's a, a spoiler. I think he's going to get up again. See, that's where I'm. That's one of the things that may ruin it for me or not is, yeah, I hope he, like, there's no way he should at all because he shot him point blank. But I'm hoping he does. I hope he continues to be the unkillable kingpin for whatever reason. But if they don't, I feel like it's such a waste. Like, if they brought Vincent in to play kingpin for an episode and a scene and then killed him that quickly, I, I don't know. I'm just very disappointed in, the, in Disney if they did. Yeah, I'm well, hoping, I mean, I'm in, hoping in he the, does get back up. In, in one of his comic books, that, that exact thing happens where Maya shoots him in the face. Okay. Uh, and he ha- he he ends up surviving because he's kingpin. But having to get like <laughs> eye, eye transplants or something. Ah, he has, okay. His like eyes are destroyed. Yeah. And he has to get new ones. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing. Uh, by the way, this outfit, the suit that he's wearing. Yeah. Like the 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 you know obviously with the Hawaiian outfit, shirt. Like the, yeah. the red ha- Hawaiian shirt that is from one of his comics as well. <laughs> nice. Like that's an actual outfit that he wears. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyways, back back to the, so we 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 have Clint jump out of a building into a tree, and what is I thought the owl scene was kind of weird, like I thought something was gonna happen with the owl, but then nothing happened yeah. with the owl. And at this point, I'm like, hey, here's an owl. And I'm like, oh, foreshadowing. And they're like, no, just an owl. <laughs> well, I mean, it was foreshadowing though. What did it foreshadow? The owl coming to pick up the tiny truck. Oh, yeah, I guess that did happen. Yeah, all right. But that owl would have been gone. Yeah, oh, long gone. It would have either been dead in that tree. Its little bones would have been crushed. Yeah, it might have took it off out of the tree. Yeah, exactly. It would have flown off before it got crushed. Um, But, yeah, my thing is I do not – this is another one of those times where, like I said, Kate does her own thing, and it just annoys me because I'm just like – she's like, I'm going to shoot the tree. And I'm like, why? Like why? No, the, yeah, the tracksuit guys. The fall yeah, that's what I'm about to say. It's like she almost kills Clay. She could have. She was endangering so many innocent people's life. She just does all this property damage, and the whole reason I'm sitting there like, but he could have just climbed out of the tree. Like yeah. it's just like it's falling a, it's, into the tree should have killed him. Yeah, honestly. but if he didn't, there's so much branch and growth that's like that's not that's not a hard tree to get out of. That's you can just climb down. You're fine. And also like you can't say oh he was endangered because the tracksuit guys didn't know he was in the tree. So the whole time I was like. What are you doing? (laughs) um, But uh, we get doing this scene. And this this is where things for me. Well, actually, there's a few things before this. But this is where things for me really start to go south in this episode. Is we have this scene with the LARPers. And they're dressed as staff uh, originally. And no one's paying attention to them, which I think is weird. And so then they're like. And the thing that gets known is what literally what Griff says. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Is... They're like, no one's listening to us. We got to do something. Like, it's time to shoot up. And I'm like, no. Oh, and Griff says, we're, per- we're trained professionals, but we're we're not ready for this. And I'm like, how is putting on your LARPing costume suddenly making yeah. things better? And yeah, like, no, these, are, these are police and firefighters. Exactly. They, they, they're they police and firefighters. They have no experience who, doing crowd control. Exactly. And like, also, if I'm running out of a building because there's gunfire and I come out of the building and some of the building staff is like, hey, come this way. I'm more likely yeah. going to listen to them than a weird ragtag group of people wearing freaking middle age outfits going, come with me. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> like, so there was yeah. that. And then also like suddenly like that thing is they, like you just said, they're, they're before this. That's the whole thing is they're, they're cops and firefighters who do LARPing. And suddenly before they put on their costumes, they're like all timid about it. 
and didn't know how to. But also, they put on their costumes and they're fighting the 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 the, the sweats or the the tracksuit guys, and they're more authoritative. And I'm like, okay, so if you're telling me that when you're not wearing your LARPing costume, you're you don't know how to be authoritative and how to fight, then you should not be a cop or a firefighter. I'm just like. What the hell? Like, I just, I don't know. It, I it, I know it was yeah. kind of played to be kind of cute, but to me, it really took me out of the episode because it was just such... Also, how do they, like, everybody is rushing out of a building that's just gunfire. It's an emergency situation. How, like, those suits were pretty elaborate. They they went and took time while people's lives are in danger to go and change into yeah, their weapon costumes. Yeah, that annoyed me. Like, it just took me so out where I was just like, ugh. I just was like, ugh. Yeah, their costumes should have been under their suits. Yeah, something. Because, yeah, this this LARP scene, I know it was played for kind of be cute and for laughs. They, they throw it to Clint, and he's uh he says, oh, we're all going to die and stuff. Like So it's supposed to be comedic, but for me, it just didn't do it. It just really, honestly, it brought the episode down a lot because I was just like, what the hell is this? It doesn't make any yeah. sense, and it's ugh. It just hurts. So speaking of costumes, mm -hmm. so we, we, we do get a scene where it shows both of them and their full new costumes. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, not so, a fan of Clint's. Well, no, here's my thing. I, well, yeah, I wasn't a fan of Clint's because, I mean, it wasn't much. And then also, I mean, it does explain why maybe the costumes were done so quickly. Um, but I wasn't a fan of Clint's. And then also, like, Kate's just looked like her archery suit. So to me, I'm like, yeah. did they even make her a suit? Like, maybe that's why the costumes were done so quickly. Is they're like, hey, Kate, you can just wear your archery suit. And Clint, here's a purple shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And it almost so, seems like they forgot like his shoulder pad, like that yeah. thing on his shoulder kept throwing me off. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also learned before that because when Trick Kate's, Kate's up in the window, this was another scene that kind of got me. Is uh, that apparently the tracksuit mafia guys are as skilled at shooting as uh, stormtroopers? Because <laughs> Kate is standing like that thing is like she's not behind cover or ducking down. She's standing in clear sight of them. And they open fire on her, and she doesn't, like, dodge or duck or anything. She just stands there, and nobody hits her. <laughs> I'm just like, what? And then she starts shooting them with arrows. And Blood I was just armor. like, I, exactly. I was just like, like I said, I, I just wrote, like I said, tracksuit like, track mafias are long-lost distant relatives of stormtroopers because they can't hit a freaking brick wall, apparently. Um, but, yeah, so we get we get the, the fight scene on the ice, um, which I, I, I did like a lot of this. But... Yeah. One thing that I thought was kind of weird and a waste of it. I mean, like I said, I guess you get the arrow back, um, hopefully. But that the part with the truck to come varied over, like they had more than enough time to dodge that truck. Yeah. Because Kate had and, time. And, and what was what was the plan of the truck drivers? Because they were going to die. Yeah. Oh, they that I, was a suicide jump. That right was there. yeah. I was like, they're done. Um, but yeah, because like Kate has enough time to hear the truck turn grab the air out of clint's thing and she doesn't fire right away she actually stops and lines up her shot and waits for them to come over the embankment and i'm like just move what just move why waste an arrow <laughs> like i'm just like why are you shooting this truck <laughs> um also okay so can we, can we talk about the logistics of this so uh, my understanding is the reason that there's the ant-man suit is mm -hmm. because if you're not in the suit when you turn small you die uh, so they've been playing fast and loose with us ever since Ant-Man came out, but it's not that you die. It's that it, it's like something that it messes, like it, it messes with your body and your mind. So like one is like, if you keep doing it, you'll go insane. And then also uh. if you, it, uh, over a long-term exposure, like eventually like your, your organs get all jacked up. So it's not like gotcha. you die instantly, but it is something. So like, yeah, cause I see if you remember the Ant-Man movie, he has like the little, 
shrink ray gun and they use it on a few like random cars and people and stuff and like if that was the case ant-man would be like one of the biggest serial killers out there yeah. <laughs> but yeah fair enough fair enough so, yeah i mean they're definitely uh they're definitely gonna run out of oxygen real fast though no no they're also just gonna be dead because owl picked him up and left and like yeah so, so mighty, okay, so like we, with, we, with Clint, we like get... we'll have to ask scott about that and then when the owl takes him off i was just like those guys are dead like no yeah. one's no one's <laughs> tracking down that owl and no there's nowhere they end up where they survive <laughs> so, so so i'm I, i'm fine a lot of people uh don't don't seem to like the uh after credit scene of oh, I, show. I hated it i it was i so, I, I was like was i yeah worse. i mean it wasn't it my was thing terrible. but i'm like i i was like somebody i'm i'm sure somebody liked it you know and it was oh, you know sometimes you shoot your shot and you miss you know my thing is uh, we saw I, most of it in the actual show so it wasn't even like oh here like when they talked about the musical and never showed it like we saw a good portion of the musical in the show yeah. so it wasn't like a good surprise like hey here's that musical we talked I was like no we already saw it so even that was like because i think that's what i thought is like it definitely isn't for me i'm not a fan of musicals anyways and i thought it was really corny and cheesy but I'm like, okay maybe there's someone out there who likes musicals and if i had been a fan of musicals and i watched this series and they kept talking about the captain america musical but they never showed it I would have been like, awesome, yeah, I get to see this musical. But we already saw it. So all they were like, hey, here it is again. Yeah. And it's like, cool, you already ruined the chance of anybody being excited about this by showing it in the show. They should have, like, I still wouldn't have liked it because I'm just not a fan, but I would have understood it more if they had tongue and cheeked it throughout the whole series and then brought it to us as an end credit because then i'm like i got you you tongue and cheek it you plant the lead you make everybody go, Ooh, i wonder what it's like and then here's the big reveal but because they already did the big reveal it had nothing at the end it was just like oh you just wasted an end credit yeah. scene that's that's why i yeah okay so, like so that's so my much. question is what what would you have liked uh instead of that i would have liked to have seen uh them go comical with it and it had been the two guys in that truck very tiny yeah that would have been good It'd be like, bro. Seeing where they're at. Small. <laughs> yep. I would have liked that. Um, I wouldn't have mind something with uh, Yolanda and Kate meeting up. You know, oh, maybe yeah. to go on like their, their the actual. Yeah, to go on their actual, you know, girls day. You know, that they kind of alluded to multiple times. That would have been kind of fun. Um, I wouldn't have mind just to tie this in a little bit more, especially since she was the one who originally put Yolanda on Clint's path. I would have wouldn't have mind Madame Ruse coming in since he also had something to do with or not madam ruse uh freaking uh, madam hydra coming madam in hydra yeah um, and having something to do with it like i just like there's so like you said we could have went comedic with either the guys in a truck or you know kate and yolanda having their day or maybe more storyline driven but yeah the musical for me just was a waste didn't do it for me as just because i'm not into it but also it was a waste to me because like i said you use they shot their shot earlier in the episode season so to do it again. You're like, why are we here? <laughs> I guess is my yeah. thing. <laughs> um, uh, so we get a fight between, which I did not expect that they were going to pair up Kate and Kingpin. Oh, yeah. No, I, not at all. And, but once again, because like I said, she had that plot armor when the, 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 the tracksuit mafia guys were shooting at her. But I like that they didn't do like they do in a lot of shows where suddenly your character who has not a chance in hell of defeating somebody like like so once again I, as i did go in that rant of kingpin not being you know as big as you know they know them he is still one of the most powerful men in new york both physically and actual just you know how much power so the fact that kate gets destroyed by kingpin i liked 
because I was like, if yeah. they would have made her suddenly able to fight on a level with Kingpin, I would have been like, no, 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 no. But actually, before this scene, because this is where I have an issue, I, 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 I wrote this down. The scene with Kingpin is he tracks down uh, Eleanor to her car and corners her. And so he's at, at the car door. Eleanor's in the back seat. Kate shows up and gets his attention. He turns to Kate. This is the first thing of A, why is Kingpin Kingpin? He gets shot point blank in the chest with an arrow, and he's fine. But anyway, that's still not where I got a gripe. It's like I said, we already talked about Kingpin as some weird thing. Are we going to assume that he has some kind of body armor on? Well, you can see in that Hawaiian shirt. It's a pretty low cut collar. You don't see any vest. I mean, maybe the vest is even lower cut. But still, maybe, yeah, maybe he's wearing a Kevlar or something underneath. But still, gets shot by an arrow. Like I said, I don't have any gripe for that because we've already gone over Kingpin as a freak of nature. So whatever. He gets shot with an arrow. He's fine. But then he he's walking towards Kate and he grabs she shoots a grapple hook arrow on it. He grabs that, pulls her down, stuff, and he's walking towards her, about to hit her or uh, attack her, and then all of a sudden Eleanor rams the car into him and smashes him through a wall. Yeah. That whole sequence takes thirty seconds. That math doesn't add up because Eleanor was in the back seat, for one. How did she get into the front seat so quickly? Also the angle she comes at him is she's parked parallel to the thing and she comes yeah. at perpendicular so i'm like how did she back up the car reposition it also the rate of speed she's coming in is at least 40 miles per hour also how did no one hear the car starting but here is the even bigger kicker robert because like i said that whole sequence from the part where he's staring at eleanor looking at her in the back seat and then kate shows up is 30 seconds till he gets hit by a car but if you watch the whole scene in the scene where he first knocks kate over and he's walking towards it uh attack her the car is still parked, and that sequence from where that scene to him getting hit through the wall is eight seconds. And I'm like, how? How? How did she reposition that car in eight seconds and get up to 40 miles per hour and smash this man through a wall? It makes she's mad at math, no... motherfucker. She's got the skills to pay the bills. <laughs> I guess he also has some freaking magic skills. He must be worked with Doctor Strange to freaking read. Because I'm like, there's no possible look, look, way. <laughs> of suspension of disbelief you got to take with this donnell like where all the fucking arrows came from yeah because I, they use an obscene they number use of an arrows. obscene amount but i guess one of the things like you keep seeing them pull them out of their quills and why the quills aren't going down you're like are uh, their quivers sorry uh why the quivers aren't going down and how many they have in there at least it's someone is but this one's like like you said the car is parked parallel to them um, eight seconds and then eight seconds later it's coming at them perpendicularly 40 miles per hour and i was like what what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, she, she knocks him into the store, and Kate gets into this fight with Kingpin that, very well done. Um, and, I mean, Kate did as good as she possibly could, but Kingpin outclassed her severely. Um, but then uh, she gets to, as you, I think you predicted it, that she was going to use the coin flip trick at some yep. point. And you are right. She used that. And once again, we get the unexplainable how is Kingpin Kingpin? Because that explosion would have killed anybody else. That explosion would have killed her. Yeah, that explosion would have killed Kate. Like that was the way too dangerous arrow. Yeah, yeah. Along with a sonic boom arrow. Also, that went off too. If, if, yeah, while you're watching and it. like and like four others. Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, and the building right. would have come down. Yep, yep. And see, 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 walks away from it, which is unbelievable. But Kingpin was literally right on top of that explosion. He's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> 
uh, what he, is I mean, this man? He does get taken out for a short time. Yeah, I know, but still, the fact that they show up and they're like, "Where's Kingpin?" So we can arrest him, and he's just long gone. I'm just like, oh, man, if he, it, 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 all his bones should be broken, <laughs> even if he's not dead. Shattered spoons all over the place. How's this man? What is Kingpin, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> um, we get a scene between and between uh, Kazi and Echo fighting, and well, actually, before that, actually, we, we skipped over one thing. Is I just want to know there, there's a scene right before before Kate goes off to get Kingpin, or it's right as he goes off to get Kingpin, and Hawkeye shoots an arrow that splits into three. And it yep. hits the two people on the right. Uh, well, of well he, shoot, he shoots an arrow and then he splits it with another arrow. Oh, is that what happened? I didn't see that. But okay, yeah, and, cool. he, and they they talked about in the, that in a previous yeah. episode. Yeah, I remember they talked about the that. Tree. I just I just didn't realize that's what he did. But okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, so he does that, and the two guys on the side get hit, and then Kazi catches the arrow. And I'm not I we don't know much about Kazi. We don't know much about his back story and stuff, but what I've gotten from him is he he's been in this gang life his whole life. He kinda of even said, This is my life, this is what I've been doing. Like he's been in this. So I don't think he's had like a bunch of like martial arts training. And while it is cape possible to catch an arrow fired at you, it is very much something that takes a lot of years yeah. of training and stuff. And him catching that arrow is like how? <laughs> like, no, I just took it as he he had he has has higher than usual skills, but also that that arrow would have been significantly slowed down. I guess I was just like, whenever you see a dude catching an arrow, it's always like some old samurai master who's been. I've been at my craft for seventy five years, yeah. and I'm like, Kazi is not one of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but it was the fight with Echo, and I just the only thing I don't get is Kazi saying like. I can't live in both worlds like you. Like somehow the whole being deaf thing is why she can leave. And I'm like, no, I think she can leave. Like as she says, if you have the courage or the strength, you can do this. And it's obviously he didn't. But I was like, well, I know. Like, I think it was more like he didn't want to. He was where he wanted to be. I guess because I don't know. And she thought that he would be willing to leave with her. And Maybe that's it. where I want to be. There's nowhere for me to go. Yeah, because the way I kind of read it is he was saying it like, I can't leave. Because, like, yeah, he even does say, he's like, if I leave, he'll get me. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he'll get Echo. Like, he made that clear, too. But, like, my thing was that he had the strength to stand up against Kingpin where he didn't. Because he kind of did, I mean, at least to me, it sounded like he would leave if he could. But he didn't see a way out, which is fine. I mean, not fine. It's sad that he doesn't see a way out, that he's trapped in that life. But overall, like, it's fine. I get his reasoning until he says the part of, like, I can't live in two worlds. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, that was the part where I just, I just was confused by. I was like, you were making a lot of sense until the end there, Kaze. And then I was like, what? But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, and then, sadly, Echo kills Kazi, which you see that both of them did care for each other quite a bit. So, you know, it's kind of sad she had to kill her probably one and only friend she's ever had. Yeah. Because um, he definitely wasn't friend with the tracksuit mafia, guys. <laughs> oh, did you notice the tracksuit mafia, Robert? Did you notice that they were dressed in Christmas colors? I didn't. Uh, you the, know, I noticed like, one guy had they, a green shirt. That's what I say. They, they all know. wear pretty much red or maroon, but then they were wearing green masks, and then there was like a smattering of guys in green tracksuits. And I'm like... Did they plan this? <laughs> I just thought it was so Probably. weird that the tracksuit mafia was dressed up in Christmas colors. I was just like, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Kate defeats uh, Kingpin. Hawkeye 
settles things with Yolanda. Um, I, I thought it was a little weak, his how they settled it, but still, I mean, it made sense. Yeah, um, I also think he should be dead or in a coma. Yeah, oh, yeah. Times he got whacked in the I, head. That's, I feel like, why does he not have brain damage? Yeah, why does he not yeah. have brain damage? Yeah. Um, Blood but, uh, like brain matter would be on the on the ice rink. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did like when Yolanda, one of the things that she said, and it kind of like shows another reason why she's mad at Clint. And I mean, it's irrational, but it also makes sense. It's just the part where she's like, you got so much time with her. And I liked that line because it was like, she's mad also because like C didn't get to C didn't get to be with her sister where, you know, Clint, this guy who, as far as C can tell, has no, why, why would her sister be so close to him? You know, he got to spend all this time with her, you know, globe trotting and saving the world and going into outer space. But when she says that line, one thing, and this is, like I said, it's a prequel movie that was made after the movie so of course you can't do this but one thing that when she says that line i was like you know for everybody i'm not sure everybody who's listening if you haven't seen black widow it's a good movie go see it i'm gonna spoil a little bit not really much but at the end there comes a scene where yolana and natasha are together but the shield is coming for natasha and they're they're all about to escape on an airplane and natasha's like i'll stay and distract them so you guys can leave but the way the scene is shot, like it, they don't show up until the plane is long gone. Where Natasha could have just got on the plane and left with them. Um, and so my whole thing is like, you know, if Natasha would have just got on that plane, you guys would have had a lot of time to spend together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, I know they couldn't make her do that because it wouldn't make any sense for uh, Endgame or Infinity Wars when it started. Why she was there and not globetrotting with her sister and saving Black Widows. But still, this is one of these like. Yeah, that's the problem with prequels is you always have that one thing like, well, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, so, so, okay, so we get we get Jack talking to the to the LARPer cop. Yep. And that is the other uh, post credit scene I would mm, like to have Yeah, Jack have at a LARPing event. Kate, Kate and Hawkeye and uh, Jack were all hanging out with the LARPers at the LARPer convention thing. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, like that, getting into it. That would have been good, too. Yeah, that would have been nice. Jack ended up doing the LARPing. Um, but, yeah, so then basically we're wrapped up with uh, the Indian here. Um, Clint and Kate go back to see see his family. Um, and this is where we finally find out that the Rolex belongs to his wife. So, Robert, I, uh, I applaud you. You were correct from the, the get-go. That his wife uh, had been working with the Avengers. Um, I mean, it does explain a lot of why she is so skilled and also so calm about so much stuff that Clint does. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still yeah. was on the fence about whether or not I truly thought it was her watch, but you were right. Yeah, and, uh, and you'll notice that it said 19 on it, which mm-hmm. is the shield ID number four. Uh now I just completely lost my train of thought and what the name of the character is. Mockingbird. There we go. Mockingbird. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then we get the scene that as I'm watching this scene, I was like, you know, if you would have just done this the first time around, yep, none of this series would have happened. Yeah. We get Clint and Kate Byrne as co- the rodent costume. I'm like, yeah, if you would have just done this the first time, this whole series would have never happened. I mean, I guess sadly Kate would still be oblivious to her mom uh being working with a mob and jack would be in prison so that'd be some negative things but overall <laughs> a lot of new york destruction would have happened a lot of people's lives would have been risked yeah <laughs> you know just christmas wouldn't have been ruined exactly you would have been Center. exactly and he, and he would have been home with his family for christmas just burn the shoot man <laughs> <laughs> 
you can make another one if you need to. <laughs> um, but yeah, you. So you were saying that for you, this was the best out of all of them. I and think it's definitely up there. I, I but, but you know, I like I like Haley Steinfeld and the Kate character that that she brought to the screen. But you, you're not a big fan of her. Uh, I'm so not I a big can... fan of Haley Steinfeld's fine. I want to make that clear. I have nothing against her. I think she played the role perfectly. I think they, that that's the role they gave for her. Um, but yeah, no, for me, this is definitely the third. Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which it's not bad. I don't. I'm not saying Falcon and Winter Soldier is bad. It's just out of all four of the series you've got to see so far, it's definitely the uh, the bottom rung one. Um, and this one comes in right above it uh, because to me, at the end of the day, also even if it's not even take out the account of some of the issues that I had with this episode and then the series as a whole. Even taking that account, uh, taking those things out, at least to me, just the the level and scale of WandaVision and especially Loki, it's these like both Falcon the Winter Soldier and Hawkeye. What well, and there's nothing wrong with this, uh, but it's just such smaller scale stories to me than what happened in WandaVision yeah. and Loki. So even taking out the stuff I dislike about Hawkeye and stuff, and just looking at all the positive, it still doesn't surpass them. Just because I'm like, no, those. Those were epic. Those were movie quality. Yeah, uh, I, I think when you're stories going, when you're going by being by told in a TV series where Hawkeye and well, I mean, even though I just say Captain uh, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier could be a movie, still it would it would have been like a made for TV movie. I don't know. I, not not once again, I'm not trying to insult either one of these series. It's just these were much more of what I would expect out of a TV series a Marvel TV series. Like, oh, this is good, but it's still clearly a TV series where to me, WandaVision and Loki are movie quality content that they gave us in a TV series. So it's just like, they just can't, yeah. unfortunately, Hawkeye and Falcon, the winter soldier can't even compete. Like it's, there's a gap in I mean, my, I mean, in I my think, mind, right. there's a gap uh, between the two, the, the two, the, the two groups. There's the movie TV series. And then there's a TV series, TV series and the TV series, TV series are still fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Hawkeye is great. I do like Hawkeye and I like uh, Falcon, the winter soldier. Both of them are great. I enjoy both of them all the way through, but there's just a gap in my mind between them and WandaVision and Loki. There's just a, there's just a chasm that they can't, you know, reach. Well, I, I, I think, I think what Hawkeye brings to it is a, a funness that the others didn't have. Loki that was I think fun. is very rewatchable. Loki was uh, a lot of fun. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, me, I get you. I, yeah, I, I no. Is, there was there was there was a lot of really great character interaction. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, like I said, I've only watched rewatched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I need to rewatch uh, Loki and WandaVision. Yeah. But but I I think I think Hawkeye is this season was was fantastic. I think it was I a will great say story. like yeah, if I was gonna restructure things by rewatchability, it probably in my mind would go Loki, Hawkeye, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because WandaVision, while and, it's and I think really that's good, what I'll end up with as well. Yeah, while WandaVision is really good. In my mind, because I, I already have rewatched WandaVision, actually, um, and I it's still enjoy it, but it's like it's it's just like part of what made WandaVision so great was that first time through going, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and yeah. stuff. And now that you know what the hell is going on, it's like it's still good, but you're like, okay, I, I know where this is going. So yeah, I think yeah, no, Hawkeye is definitely, I mean, still Loki in my opinion. It might just be because I like Loki so much, but still, uh, Hawkeye is definitely has a lot more rewatchability than the other two, uh, WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. I'll give you that for sure. Indeed. But uh, well, yeah, I that, think that's gonna wrap it up for that's us. That's it. That's it. As and always. like you were saying, Robert, I, I, I think I agree. I, I think this is probably it for a Hawkeye series. Um, 
We know that there's going to yeah, be yeah, a know. season I mean, two of Loki. They've introduced Kate Bishop, and that's what mm-hmm. it was here to do. Yeah, and they've yeah. they've they've kind of wrapped Yelena character into it a little more, which is what it what it was going yeah. to do. But but they wrapped up the whole story. There's nothing there's nothing further to do on I, that. Front. I could see them doing like a training series, but also that I feel like they can like I feel like as one thing we alluded to, Hawkeye. Like I kind of saw this as not his send off because I don't think he's leaving the MCU or the Avengers. But I think he's, I hope, honestly, especially for his family, just let the man have some time with his family. I hope he yeah. is in more of a trainer advisory role. And yeah, maybe in the big movies, like if there's another in-game level stuff, yeah, he he dusts off the bow and puts back on the suit. But I hope, like, going forward, yeah, I hope that Hawkeye in the MCU is going to be Kate Bissup going forward. And, you know, Clint just gets to be Clint, and he's just there to help out and... You know, because the man's done enough, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let the man I, retire. I have some work because birthday parties and family. Well, like I said, that's why Clint is just going to be Clint. He's just going to be retired, you know? Well, not retired. Like I said, advisor. A trainer and advisor. That's what I see him as. He's, no, he's going to be making all the trick arrows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something he can do from his uh, rants and not have to worry about, you know, dying every five seconds. I mean, he one is... But even though they didn't say it, he should have some brain trauma. We know he has hearing issues. Who knows how many aches and pains from all the broken bones he's had throughout this course. Like, I think it's time for Clint to have a break. (laughs) (laughs) As always, you can find us on our website, watchingapod.com. There you can find links to email us, find links to our Twitter and our Instagram. And you can find links to any of the services you like that can listen to our episodes donnell what else should they do uh yeah what you can do is um send us some email like i said we're always looking for listener mail before this episode i was in our email like did someone do it no one did but uh if you feel the urge just send us some email um and also just give us uh range reviews keep listening um and yeah every little bit helps guys so thank you so much bye